0: So in this lesson, rather than using the DDM to model price, we're going to use the DDM to model return. Recalling that we can express the implied rate of return like this. And we're going to compare it. I've got the DDD here, so let's just change that for you. We're going to compare it to the market return and the market or the, the suggested rate of return from the market better said in other words the rate of return that the cap m suggests that we should that we should be able to achieve we're going to see if this if our our stock via the implied rate of return is going to be able to achieve it so in this example we are going to model a stock e c c n And our researcher, in researching all of the variables we are going to have to find, we're going to have to find the dividend, the price, the growth rate, and then the expected return for the market, the risk-free rate, and beta in order to do this properly. So our researcher has found the following. When they went and they looked at the dividend, they found that the dividend was 250 And this is, by the way, of page 5 of the chapter 13 notes they find that the market price for the stock is sixty dollars so we're going to ask ourselves the question given the growth rate this sixty dollar amount this two fifty amount what is the rate of return that this implies for the investor when they do research into the growth rate then they're going to decide to use the sustainable rate of uh, rate of growth and they find that the average five-year payout so again maybe I'll just do really quickly that sustainable sustainable growth is defined as this are the ROE times one take away the payout ratio so we need to estimate variables to go into that so the uh, the average five-year payout ratio they take a look at this stock and they find that the average five-year payout ratio is about 20%, and that the average five-year ROE is 9%. So using this idea of the sustainable growth rate, they they find that the sustainable growth rate is calculated out as 9%, times 1 take away 0.2 and so we come up with a sustainable growth rate for our model of 7.2 now the researcher in addition found that um, that there are new innovations above and beyond what we would usually expect that might accelerate growth So what they do then is they take this growth number and they're going to adjust it upwards to a reasonable 7.6. Speculate that the growth rate is actually going to be higher going forward into the future. In our model then for our expected rate of or not our yeah, our uh, uh, implied rate of return then what this is going to mean is that we have 250 is our dividend times 1.076 as our growth rate, all divided by $60, the current market price, and we're going to add our growth rate uh, of i I'll just erase this so we can actually see it a little bit better. 0.076. And this is all going to imply, and my apologies in your note, it says 0.072, it should be 0.076. Remember we came up in your notes is a little incorrect, we end up with 12.06%. And so this is what we're going to compare to whatever we get for our, um, for our required rate of return. For this company, what we find is that when we're calculating what return the return should be so the CAPM which says that you should at least get this and we've written this out already once before so our researcher needs to go find this well what they find is that the risk-free rate is 1.5 percent the expected return on the market is 12 percent and then the beta of our stock is 1.2 they've also found that interest rates might increase And so in their model, in their CAPM model, what they're going to do is they're going to just adjust the RF really quickly upwards. So when they use the CAPM to uh, calculate what the required rate of return needs to be in order to justify the risk, they come up with this. 2%, which is the risk-free rate, plus 12% take away 2% all multiplied by 1.2. And we end up with a uh, risk-free or a required rate of return of 14%. So the market is, or the CAPM is saying, we need to get a 14% rate of return in order to justify the risk we're taking with this stock. The DDM has suggested that we're probably only going to get 12.06%, therefore we would deem this stock to be overvalued.